With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Shopping these days can be underwhelming. But at QVC, we believe those who love to shop deserve a living, breathing way to shop. Where product descriptions are alive with demos by creators, chats with inventors, and hosts who know the most. From self-care and kitchenware to fashion trends and forever faves. At QVC, we bring life to products and products to life. Shop qvc.com slash podcast and use code QVC15podcast for $15 off $30 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Gallagher Shots podcast and YouTube channel. We are back, the Always Smiling Faces podcast lads and myself, Chris Wallace, Mark Walker, Decker Pedri and Stephen Best to look back over that 1-1 draw with Wolverhampton. A 1-1 draw which the majority of, well, the four of us really expected that. It's it's a game against Wolverhampton. It normally ends this way. It does normally end up in a draw. Um, but I'll come straight to you, Bestie. Um, looking back at that game now, like we said, we, we would have taken a point before the game at full time. It, it feels as if it, it's a defeat, doesn't it? It does a bit. It was an expensive point, losing um, San Maximan, losing Almiron. Um, and I mean, I think when you when you lose the lead as well, when you when you, you draw, when you've been in front, it does feel a little bit like you've an opportunity missed. Um so yeah, um, it's it's not a bad point. It kind of the performance was okay. I thought for the most part. Obviously, there's issues all over the place, but it was better than we've seen. But yeah, it does feel quite deflating. Mm. It's 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 not the it's not the best. Obviously, Bessie, you've touched on the injury concerns. I do want to speak about this quite a bit, and I'll come to you, Decker. What on the back of huge injuries to to Fabian Shea, um, Mankio, and Callum Wilson. Um, also, you, you could probably put Federico Fernandez in there, who's been missing for, for quite a, a lot of time. And now it looks like we've picked up injuries for uh, Almiron and Saint, who's only just returned. We've seen in the past with Saint that when he picks up an injury, he's normally missing for a, for a few weeks um, minimum. We're, we're just praying now, Decker, that these aren't long-term injuries. We are praying. <laughs> You're right. I mean, it's it's such a worry, isn't it? I mean, it, you know, you know, like it. It's a real difficult one for me at the minute in terms of how I'm trying to process the game because I thought in large parts we played well. I couldn't really sort of argue with the tactics. I couldn't argue with the approach. I thought we had so many chances to kill the game off before we ended up conceding. I mean, you know, we really did. Um, I can't really complain much about the game, but it. The thing that dampens it is is them injuries. That's what I keep coming back to in my mind is like, God, you know, we've lost. And in fairness, and I'm not saying people like him, but we've also lost our right back there as well. And we've got to remember Mankiel was out at the minute. So if you've lost mm. your right back, then we haven't got anyone that can naturally play that position either. So, you know, and I'm telling you now, any team in the league, right? Liverpool lost Van Dijk and wanted the league cancelled, right? We've lost Saint, Almiron, 
um, in Wilson. And it, I'm telling you, if any team lost the quality of them three players or their three best players, you're going to struggle. And that's what we're potentially facing here. Yeah, you, you've hit the nail on the head. Mark, I'm not sure if you're listening to Bruce's interview. Are you listening to Bruce's interview right now? I won't come to you if you are. Yeah, he's, he's getting an interview just now. Right, I'll come back to you in a minute. You listening in, and we'll come back to, to Steve Bruce's comments soon. Um, Bessie, where do where do you think we lost that game? Obviously, there's been a lot of things on social media and things when we were doing our live stream uh, for the watch-along there. Um, people blaming Dubravka, saying he should have done better for the goal. Is, is it solely down to Dubravka? Bessie, Bruce, on Bruce, has, Bruce has just blamed Dubravka. Like. He's just said Dubravka should do better for it. Okay, Bestie, what's your thoughts? Yeah, I, I think Dubravka should do better with the, 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 the header. I think he gets a hand to it and should should really be pushing it away. Like, but um, when you look at the, 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 the analyze the goal at half time, and um, Neves comes from so deep, um, and it, it's Joe Willock's man, and Willock kind of chases him, and then about twenty five yards out, just goes, "I'm not going to bother now," um, mm. which leaves him like leaves Neves on Hayden, and Hayden just doesn't react like, quickly enough. So, I, I think if you're going to divvy it out, you've got to say Dubravka should save it. Certainly, Willick should do better chasing back and Hayden. It feels harsh blaming Hayden when the other two have kind of let themselves down a little bit as well, but maybe should be a little bit more alert. But if Willick <sighs> tracks back, then Hayden has a decision to make. So. Especially with Hayden, though, you've you got to remember at the time Hayden's getting moved left, right and centre Yeah, yeah. at this point. Um, Hayden being playing centre midfield for the last couple of games. I, I know he has slotted that right back when needed, but mid-game, it, it's probably a lot harder to adjust to that position. Yeah. Um, Mark, I'll let you keep on listening to Bruce there, but Decker, um, he's, he's gone, he's gone now, he's, he's gone. gone. But I'll, I'll come to you, Decker, first. Um, yeah. obviously, a big talking point is Dubravka coming back in the team. Um, Bessie just obviously, um, mentioned there that he, he should have done better with the goal. Are you in the same impression? Oh, 100%. Um, 100%. I think, um, it, this might be a harsh angle I'm going to say here, but if I keep, I can get a full hand of it. Probably I'm expecting them to keep it out. Unless it's an absolute screamer. Rocket. You know what I mean? Whereas the lad's going away from goal. And I mean, if you probably asked a Bravka now, he'd say, yeah, I should save that. I honestly believe he would say that. So if the, if he, if the own person who's who's did the mistake or, or the error or whatever you want to call it, um, it is disappointing. Um, and do you know why it's even more disappointing is because of how much talk everyone's had about that one position. And it, mm. I think that's what upsets you a bit more, I think. I mean, Matty said it in our group chat, didn't he, that watch him do a mistake on Saturday? Mm. Sorry, I'm not pinning that on you, Matty. It's not your fault. But I mean, like, the, the conversation, how it's been going, that was in the back of my mind, was like, God, I really hope he has a good game. Um, but, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I think I think you can look at later on in the game, though, when the second save was made, where it, it's pinpoint, and Dubravka does, it, he hits his shoulder, he hits his arm, he hits somewhere, but he's big, he's big in front of goal, and he stops that from hitting the back of the net, and I think, to give Dubravka credit, that's why he's there, Um, he seems to, to pull off these saves, and I said during the live stream, I'll, I'll come back to you, Bestie, I said during the live stream that there was that that save was glimmers of the my new game where yeah. he wasn't necessarily pulling off amazing saves, but his body was just in the way. Yeah, I think that's something that, and I mean, to give I, I don't want to turn into a Darlovi Dubravka kind of thing because that'll be happening on Twitter all week, no doubt. But but that's something that Darlo does really well as he, he makes himself big and you see, um, kind of just, just try his best to impede, you know. Um, and Dubravka did great there. I mean, he, I don't think he knows a great deal about it that the header comes in. He flings an arm at it, and it happens to hit him like on the on the shoulder. It seems, and kind of on the, on the side of the crossbar. Whereas a goalkeeper, that's your job. If you stop it from going in, then that's that's the main thing. Like you know, mm. um, obviously there's other things to consider when you when you can about getting the ball clear and hold on. But if you can, like, but from that, he couldn't have done any better there. Um, that's just a, it's it's a weird one. Where it, it, part of his things while the ball's hit him more than he's got the ball, but. He's he's done well. He has done well. He has just got enough on it with his arm, like so. Yeah, um, it's a shame. I mean, you've got to remember he's he's not played this season. <clears throat> I don't think he played since. Uh, is it over a year now? It's it's a while, mate. He played in the it cup. will be a while. He played, he played he play in the league? cup. Arsenal. I think wasn't in Arsenal away. I think he played. Well, I think he played in a cup match recently, but that was it. But he's uh, yeah, he'll be very rusty and like. Um, 
Do you think if, you, if he had a few games on his belt, that that goal that we're going to see would have been different, or we're just bigging him up a little bit too much? I think it's more likely that he saves it. I'm not saying for definite because Debravka has got a he has got a, um, an error. He's got a mistake in him, of course. He yeah, is. but I think if he's been playing a month, let's say, I think it's more likely that he keeps that out. Yeah, he sort of cut a couple <laughs> of his passes early on. As it, he tries to play one through to Shelby, that was yeah. a little bit off target, and there was another one in the second half. It, it went straight to the Wolves' lad, and I think it, it, it's a bit of rustiness there as well. Like, but yeah, mm. I think I think with more games under his belt, he, maybe he doesn't save it, but I think it's more likely that he does. I'll, I'll he's, come he's to you been more. out all season, hasn't he? That's that, that's the top and bottom of it. You know, he hasn't he hasn't played he hasn't played games, so he's not going to be, you know, at at that match level with the the reflex saves and stuff like that. I mean, best you you mentioned somebody earlier on, um, you know, talking about that save that that save that we're we're talking about where it comes off his body, you know, Schmeichel. How many times did did the ball just hit Schmeichel just because he made himself big? He got his body in the way and stuff like that. It's it's being in the right place at the right time, isn't it? And just getting something on it. Um, it's it's one of those those things, isn't it? It's it's a very good cross that comes over. Fantastic header. How he how he headers that ball when the, the ball's behind him to get it on. And you know, Dubravka's going across it at full strength. He gets his hand to it. Yes, you, you you're expecting them to do better there, but one of one of them things. I don't think we can deny that it's piss poor defending from start to finish, though. I think that's what we need to remember here. And Decker, you always allude to this, that you need to stop those balls coming into the box. And when the balls come into the box, you need to defend them. Then your keeper is basically the last resort. Your, your keeper is there to stop those from happening. But the, the the block and the roadblock needs to be in there far before that, long, long time before that. And there's X amount of chances to stop it. And it doesn't happen. Absolutely right. So often I see, not just us, any team can see the goal. I always try and look at how they've lost the ball, like how, how cheaply have they lost possession, and then what have they done to try and stop either a pass or a cross. And I'm telling you, we never, ever stop the cross. Going back to the one that Dubravka saved incredibly well at the end, the lad's on the edge of the box, takes a touch, and then crosses it. On the edge of our box has the time to take a touch, set myself, and then cross it. We have to be stopping the crosses from coming in. And I don't know why, but neither fullback stops across from coming in. We'll just allow mm. the ball to come in and you're just inviting danger, right? You know what I mean? And uh, Bestie said it while we're actually doing the live was in, in his right is that a lot of times I think they think, oh, well, you know, as we've got Lascelles and Clark, they're great in the air, them two, that them will handle the balls coming in. Just stop the cross, lads. Just get out there and stop the cross from coming in. Hmm. But, you're right. So, so Mark, while we were talking there for the first 10 minutes there, uh, Steve Bruce was doing his post-match interviews. Did he have any anything whatsoever interesting to say or was it the usual copy and paste scenario no to, to be fair he, he's 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 focused on you know as he as he has the last couple of games the fact that it's it's been a much improved performance and you know give him give him his dues today it, it it was in 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 big chunks of it we played we played well um he, he's focused on the fact that up until the point where where miggy got injured after kind of half an hour that that's when then Wolf started getting into the game. So, I mean, we we talked about it during the game as that Miggy didn't look look right, but he made it through till half time. But it, it it does coincide with that last fifteen minutes of the first half of when Wolf started coming back into it was was after Miggy kind of pulled up with his knee, um, and it, that just that he's kind of obviously the the fact that we have then gone in uh, into the second half without him, and then Saints gone off with a with a bad injury. Um, was it a groin injury, Mark? Is he said bad injury? Uh, he, he said he doesn't know what the hell his physio was playing at. Rubbing the uh, <laughs> rubbing his his inside thigh, like, but definitely, definitely was his groin. Um, but he, again, Bruce Bruce did um, as as Lascelles did, kind of made reference to that there was um, a little bit of of miscommunication on the pitch. So. Um, wait, wait, wait there, wait there. What we need to know now is where is this miscommunication coming from? So he he blamed Matt Ritchie basically. So what he's saying is that he 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 gave the instructions to to Matt uh, as he as he called him when he went on the pitch, and then uh, they were slow to react to it, um, getting him in. But to be fair, I think that that all happened well before the the, the goal because by the but, point that they, they then scored, when, when we mentioned this during the live recording, when Matty came on the pitch. He did go to Hayden. He, he did away. say something. Yeah. We, we mentioned this. So something was communicated there. What Was the wrong information communicated? 
Like, come on, like, like we're Premier League team here. Like, is it that bad? Like, can we not get one message from the touchline to 10 yards onto the field to tell a player where he's supposed to be standing? Well, we we, we all said in during the live that, you know, surely it, it, if Rich is coming on, then the, the sensible and thing that you're expecting is Hayden's going to go to, to right back in. Obviously, that was the instruction that, that was given. And as it transpired, that's where he then went and, went and played. But whether or not there's just been a little bit of a delay to him getting back into that right back position or, or not. But as Bestie rightly rightly pointed out, the although, yes, he was involved in, in the goal, um, you know, it was it was Willick's man that that kind of gets the header header in there. Um Lewis has done over on the first on the on the far side to get the cross in, as as Decker mentioned as well. So it's, I think it, I think we can look at it though. I'll cover you best here. I think we can look at it. And, and there was some because I know I know in the previous games, what even the start of this game, I said our, our full backs are, are targets here. And for all the, the running Rory did he never really had a clear shot or a clear chance for Yori. Um, I think, obviously, Kraft, you skip past him, left, right, and centre. But I think the end product what was the, the main concern. If I was a Wolves fan, I wouldn't be happy with the end product. They were getting past players that then messing up. Um, but I think, individually, there was probably a handful of decent performances from our players. One of them being uh, the, the player who a lot of people don't like speaking about and don't like giving a lot of credit to and... and I'll say this now before we get shit. He's not worth the money that we paid for him. He's not a Premier League striker, but Joe Lennon had, had a few glimpses tonight. He did, I thought he played pretty well. He had uh, he had a couple of shots on his left foot from distance, which is something that you would never... From, for me, and maybe this is just how I kind of perceive him, he doesn't seem to be a confident-looking player. Um, so to see him having a shot with what I suspect is his weaker foot from angles and from a bit of a distance is a... A bit unusual, um, and he had that one clear of the line as well, which was mm. I've seen people saying it was a sitter. Um, Sky's not um, a sitter. It's not a sitter. He's beat the keeper. If you beat the keeper and they get the shot on target, then you think, oh well, it's, unless you've ruled it, then you think, oh well, he, he, you can't really do a great deal more than that. Dion Dublin and Jermaine Beckford in the studio full time were saying, I oh, should do better. And I think I think that's a bit harsh, and I, I, I understand and I appreciate that I've. Um, um, maybe he's a little bit more gentle with Joe Linton. I mean, my views on Joe Linton some, but I um, and I don't think there's any arguing that he, he's not a forty million pound striker. You, you wouldn't have said last or summer before last when he came in that he'd have four or five goals in league and cup. And mm. you know, I was looking at um, Carl Co- we, we had he looking at Carl Coates record this week. He got seven and twenty two, and he was a, a failure. And he got one goal every three games he played for. With. I mean, that was over like a two and a half year period, like so you know the. Like, Apples and oranges and all that, like, but but yeah, I think Jordan, um, I thought he played pretty well tonight for the most part. Um, I, I just want to say as well, while I've got a chance, I've noticed that and Mark have both said, um, as best he rightly said earlier on, um, in this one so far, and it's just it's that uh, cheers, my lads, it's nice now you've got me back. <laughs> oh, even, yeah. I, even though I didn't actually, I didn't actually mention Schmeichel tonight, but I'll take it. Somebody mentioned Schmeichel. You did, man. Somebody you did. definitely did. You definitely did. I, I always think it because Schmeichel. When I was a kid, when I was you like, did. You I, talked. You, you said that Schmeichel was the difference between Man United winning the league. Yeah, you did. The league. You're right. I you did, did say that. I. Best he did rightly say. But uh, Schmeichel was um, <laughs> what, what, what you were saying earlier, Mark. About Schmeichel was something I noticed because I played. I played in goal when I was at school, um, and beyond. And I was a kid when Schmeichel was like at his best. You played, I, I, you played in goal in beyond. That would be in, in beyond the dark. <laughs> 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 was dark as well. Like, but, I, uh, <laughs> but like it was something I noticed he did. Something I started trying to do, and I, I wasn't as successful because I was like I say I was dreadful. Like, but it, if he would just come out and like almost star jump at people, and the size of him and the ability of him as well, like it as often as not, it would have the desired effect. Like, so yeah. Um, no, that was something that was in relation to Darlow. Eh, not Darlow, I keep doing that. Dubravka's saving the second half there. But yeah, I think Joe Linton, um, to get back to the point. He didn't, bestie, let, let's be honest. He, did, he didn't have a fantastic game, but, but oh, no. he did. He, 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 did a, he did a decent job when, when, obviously, he had that shot with his left foot, like you yeah. said, his, his weaker shot. And obviously, there's a goal. But that, that is a goal. That That's a goal waiting to happen, apart yeah. from the defender on the night. Of course it is. Yeah. But the thing is, when you're, you're talking about a £40 million striker and you're saying that the, the, the highlights of his game are a shot that he had on his left foot 
and one that got clear of the line, it, it mm-hmm. doesn't really scream success, does it, unfortunately? Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. But I think as, as a fan base now, we are so quick to criticise the likes of, of these players is that when, when they do have a decent game, people just refuse to see it. And I think it, yeah. it needs to be said at times. I really yeah. do. Um, it's probably his second game in a row because his last game wasn't a bad one. And mm. I, I looked on Twitter after the, the last game, and he was getting pelters, absolute pelters. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll move on from from Joe Leon because it's an argument not worth having at the minute because there's there's bigger concerns than than a player who's who's playing. Um, Chris, you just mentioned there, you know, people getting getting stick and stuff like that, and not getting credit where where they deserve it. Um, I'll I'll hold my hands up to this one. I thought Shelby was fantastic tonight, and mm. I'm, yeah. I'm the first to to give him grief um, when when he doesn't play. You, you know, we, we talked about Willick not picking up his man. How many times do we you know see Shelby in that position yeah. do something like that? But tonight he was he was brilliant. The way he was mm. passing the ball around and moving moving the ball, getting with with on the attack, um, spraying it around. It, it is when he is at his best, and he didn't have to do the, the the bits of the tracking back and picking up that that he does often get, you know the 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 complaints about his game from. So you know, I, I thought he was he was very very good tonight. So fair I, play I just want to I just want to say, people who are listening just to the audio only, that this video is going out as a live video, and I, I do want to jump into some of the comments throughout over the next ten minutes of what I've been sending while we are talking. So if it seems a little bit jumbled, that that's the reason why. Um, I, I did say I was going to wrap it up on on Joe Linton, but there has been a comment came in. Uh, I'll, I'll come to you, Decker. Is that there's a comment here from Paul who says a forty million pound player should be winning you games like that, and I think we're at the point now where we need to realise that Joe Linton is not a forty million pound player, and the people to blame for that are the club, not the player. I'm not sure what your thoughts are on that, mate. I, I can't really say it much much better. There's not really much more to say. Uh, you're right. I mean, yes, in isolation, yeah, forty million pound player should be should be grabbing you the the three points, shouldn't it? You know, <clears throat> that's that's what he what he's there for. But you know, for me, you look at what Wilson offers when he's on the field, and he's a nuisance. Leads the line really really well. Working the channels always looks a threat. Always looks a nuisance. I just don't really get that from Joe Linton. You know what I mean? And, and I thought he played okay tonight. I'm not slagging him here. I thought he played okay tonight. I'm just saying that I feel that when Wilson's on, we really look a threat at the top end of the field. And, he, and, and, and in fairness, he's very unlucky on that one. I mean, he's beat the goalkeeper. He's done best part of it right, and it's hit this guy on the back. I mean, that that, that instant there kind of summed up his time here, I feel. Like, it was mm. just, Christ, can you ever going to get any luck to score a goal? Yeah. Um, but, I'll, I'll stay with you, Decker. Forget, forget Julian. Put, put, put him on okay. one side for now because we'll, we'll argue for till the cows go home with Julian mm-hmm. on. Um, but Mark just mentioned uh, John Joe Shelby there. John Joe Shelby, who, who's had a lot of criticism over the course of this season and even more so in the last 24, 48 hours because of the recent interview which he did with Charlie Austin. Basically giving Steve Bruce credit and saying... Slayton leads, I would say, and leads manager and the way they play. <laughs> Shelby had a decent game tonight. Uh, Marks, Marks alluded to that. He did. Um, this is the game where you expect Shelby to do this every single game. It, it shouldn't be one in ten games. He, he should be having this sort of performance because he's not. Shelby isn't a grafter. We all know that. Of course he's not. But he should be that. that what's the word I'm looking for? He should be that conductor in, in the middle of the field dictate and play and that's the first time we've seen it for a long time tonight and that's why i get frustrated with him so, so often because he's capable of doing it he's a hundred percent capable of doing it and doing it a hell of a lot more often than he does and, you're right and, and you're right, that mark. is the big problem you are right mark but obviously may you have been a huge um critics of shelby and decker i remember when shelby first signed for the club decker was a big fan Shelby, hence why, why I'm coming to you on this one, Digger. What What's your thoughts, like, obviously, tonight compared to what we have seen over the last year from him? Um, <laughs> well, first of all, I mean... It's harsh to say uh, last year, though, because he has he has had glimpses in, in that time. He's had good games in the last year. Digger. Oh, sorry, is my internet going off there? Sorry, did this? I apologise no, no, if yeah. I went off. Oh, right, sorry. Yeah. Um, I thought I went off. Um, 
you know what it is, right? If I, if I go, I'll just quickly jump back for a second. He was a top scorer last season, as bad as that sounds. It was six goals or something. And I thought, you know what it is, like, maybe he's starting to get further forward and chip in with the odd goal here and there. And I, and I have said this a lot of times about him, is that I still think that we ask him to do a role that he can't do. And that role is, we want you to chase down, track back, do tattles and stuff. Tonight, in fairness, he did a few the night. I actually said, God, get in, Shelby. Done a few good sliding tattles and what have you. We went through a stage with Shelby where we were shit scared when he tried to make a tackle because we were worried in case he'd get sent off. There was a yeah. massive hysteria yeah. about that. Everyone's kicking off, thinking, God, Dean got the ground, blah, blah, blah. But to, to get to the point, sorry, is yes, in terms of being able to dictate play and get, because he, in our midfield, he is the person that's going to get moving up the field. He is the person that's going to start creating moves. And tonight, I'm going to, someone's going to really kick off here. T- tonight, it was more like, the Kabai role, where you know when Kabai was, he was coming deep, but he's purposefully coming deep for a reason. And I thought Shelby the night was doing that. He was coming deep, but he wasn't just trying to play Hollywood balls. He's actually trying to carry the ball a bit forward and start a move off. I think I think you mentioned you know. there the Kabai role, Digger. Um, but I think what you say, Kabai was a tight midfielder. I don't want to say he was box to box because I don't think he was. But there was games where he would sit back, what Shelby was doing, and be that quarterback role, which Pardew referred to him as where he used to ping the balls left, right, and centre. But then the next game, you would see him how Willick was doing tonight, where he was mm-hmm. just in the box. As soon as we were going up the field, he was in the box. And I think yeah. with Kabai, you had the best of both worlds. And oh, with yeah. the likes of, of Shelby, you don't. Um, I think he's not that sort of player that, that's going to find much space in the opposition box. He's probably going to sit deep, like you said. Um, but There's a few times, you, you, you know, you do, like, for example, you think of the... The, the, the Fraser free kick there when Shelby makes that dart and run and gets on the edge of the box and fires it over. It's the type of them, them the areas of the field where I think he could be better there. He's got the quality, yeah. there's no doubt about yeah. it. Um, and definitely in regards to the, the comment you made about how consistent... The team's not consistent, for first of all, but mm-hmm. he definitely needs to be more consistent because that's the performance he can put in. I'm not really expecting him to do it against Man City. In, I'm really not. Mm-hmm. But when we play Wolves, your Burnley's, your West Broms, he should be running the show. I really any, do believe that. any of the top six, you would say. Any of the top six is when he should really think, this is my chance to show what I can do in the team. You you mentioned consistency there, Digger. And I'll come back to you, Bestie. Um, Lascelles is probably another one. Well, Lascelles have been pretty ropey at times. But tonight, he got the goal. He made a couple of decent tackles tonight. Last-ditch tackles where he just threw his body in front of it and won the ball. It was great to see from themselves because once again we know he can do that, and why can't he do it on a regular basis? It's been a thing. I mean, we've talked about for pretty much the whole time he's been here. I mean, is it is it who he plays alongside? Is he better in a three than he is a two? I mean, that that header he he has got that in him as well. He scored a couple. He scored a few goals for now, and that header. Um, I mean, when he scored it, Decker made the point during the the stream that it was exactly what Hayden didn't do the header in the first half. Hayden's kind of got his head in it, but he's put it straight down. Um, uh, Ruby Patricio's throat, whereas uh, Lascelles, it's a great ball in by Fraser, I've got to say, um, and Lascelles attacks it, and he really, you can see it's like a proper, like he's trying to hurt the ball with his head, and it's a superb header, like, and it's what Lascelles can do. He's, so he's very capable. Thought, oh, it was a bit that like not, not, not a million miles away at all, you're right. Um, a Ferdinand, even, like, I'm, I'm not, maybe that's a little bit generous, like, but he gets it's a really, really good header, and Lascelles didn't do badly tonight, though, I mean, we were talking before we came on here <clears throat> in, in the in the in our little um intermission that defensively uh, Debravka, with the exception of the goal and the save he made uh, right at the end didn't have a great deal to do there were a couple from distance oh. that he kind of he, he gobbled up and yeah and uh, i thought Lascelles and clark both uh, when you keep us quiet you think oh the center halves have done all right here yeah. uh, the, the goal came from a, a ball that willick and hayden and Debravka, he would say, could do better with. I mean, Clark and Lascelles, for me tonight, were, were blameless, both really solid. Yeah, I think it's one of those positions tonight where centre-backs, there was nothing coming down the middle, really. Everything was coming down the flanks. And I, I don't think the wing-backs had, had a, a, a huge amount of blame on their shoulders. Obviously, everything came after, after the substitutions. And we'll, we'll come to the substitutions now, and I'll come to you, Mark. Um, we mentioned at the very start of this one. Huge concerns now. Obviously, we we have we've got Wilson out, Fabian Shell for the season, Mankio out for the season. Um, the list goes on and on. And we'll, we'll just add it to that list now with with your two key players. Um, we're missing 
Callum Wilson. So so Callum Wilson is, is probably that name on the team. She, he's always going to be there because he, he's our striker. Um, your next two are going to be Saint and Almiron. We're missing our three most important players, I would say, right now. Um, that's a huge concern. Obviously, we're so close after the full-time whistle that we don't know the extent of these injuries. But if they're even going to miss the next two, three games with muscle injuries, that's a huge concern because we were looking at these games now thinking this is where we get our points. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you just you, you hope and you pray that the the Miggy one is just a precautionary move because he he, he went off at half time. He he played a good fifteen minutes after picking up the injury and 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 seemed to be all right. Although probably not not at at a hundred percent as as we could as we could tell from kind of the way that he was moving and pulled up. But he went off, so you know. Does he just need a little bit of rest, you know, a little bit of break from training, and and then he's okay? But you run the risk of that it's not quite right. He plays again, and he and he does more damage. So, best case, you 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 hope, and he may, he only may, you know, maybe misses a game or two. The Saint one looks, he's 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 done for weeks. That is is the way I'm it looking look at that good. one. Um, good, it? The amount of time he's he spent down on the ground, the way he limped off. Um, the the way the physio rubbed his inner left thigh, um, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It, it, it's it's massive, isn't it? And then you throw into the fact that you know somebody else that hasn't really got a mention is is Kraft. Kraft went off injured as well. Yeah. He's the only he's the only fit right back we've got at the club because obviously we we let Yedlin go. So if he's going to be out, then you, you're going to have to have somebody filling filling in there uh, in a in a position that's not their best. So Hayden's either got to go and play play it right back, which then means you've got to bring somebody in and, and sit in midfield, or you run the risk of playing somebody out of position, like maybe Murphy. Um, it's, Murphy it's, or... it's, it's, it's Hayden going at right back or, or Murphy, like you've just mentioned. But I think in regards to centre midfield, you've got two players there in both long staffs who won't even get a sniff at the minute. Um, God knows what's happening there behind the scenes. It's obviously there's rumours about Matty Longstaff's weight, weight not being up to, to what it was, but that that's a whole podcast in itself, to be honest with you. Um, Bessie, I'll come to you. Missing the two players in Almiron and Saint, the two players who take, take you up the pitch, it seems like obviously we're next, next game is against West Brom next Sunday, so we've got seven days rest now, is... That West Brom game, we we be looking at that saying, right, three points. We need, we we should be taking three points from this one. But when you look at that game there and the injuries that were picked up over the last couple of weeks, you think we'll be lucky to get a point out of this. It's I, I'm not too sure it goes far as that. I mean, West Brom are, are nine points behind us now, so I mean, there's there's no guarantee that we wouldn't catch where you know because they beat um, Brighton today. I mean, Brighton are in there. Uh, Maybe it's not quite as bad for God as we knows are, how, uh, how they're managing desperate. to get three points from that game. Best, yeah. God knows. But, Two penalties um, and a disallowed goal. But when you, you look at the, how that game finished today, when Fraser came on for Saint Maximan and Murphy came on, well, Murphy didn't come on for Almir on three, but he came, oh, did he actually? I can't remember. Yeah, Fraser, Fraser, Fraser came on. Fraser came on. Yeah. And, sorry, Murphy came on. Murphy came for Kraft. Yeah, for Kraft. Not Richie came on for Kraft, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Either, either way, we'll finish the game with um, Fraser and Murphy, and we're still we, we were penned back, but we still showed, showed the occasional threat towards the end. There were those two on the pitch, so yeah. it's not as though we don't have players that aren't capable of causing issues against. Like, so we've got West Brom coming up. I did just look at the fixtures, but I've forgotten. Um, well, yeah, I think you have a look at that West Brom game and remember who the manager is. He's going to yeah, want to get one of us. He really is as well, mind. He really is. Um, but I. It, uh, as Mark said, I think Sir Maximum looks like I mean, he could be done for the, the uh, what's it now, February the 22 and a half months left of the season. Call it March. Uh, it's March on Monday, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. I So, yeah, uh, Sir Maximum, you're looking at probably the month out at least. Uh, Almiron. You're only six to eight weeks for a groin, aren't you? Yeah. Is his groin, is it? You've decided that now. <laughs> I knew it was his groin. <laughs> it was the physio that thought it was his thigh. Uh, Sir Maximum, um, sorry, um, Almiron. Hopefully, won't be as like I mean, Almiron could be back next week because he'd still play for like a quarter of an hour, yeah. like I said, during the game. Like, so, um, but 
I mean, Fraser, I thought looked good. We, my ball in Fraser me, uh, played for the goal was superb. I thought it didn't look bad at all. Murphy got forward a few times as well. So all's not lost, I would say. It's obviously far weaker without Sam Maximan, without Almiron. But the, there are players there. The problem is finishing. That's our problem. I don't really have too much bother about getting the ball forward. It's getting the ball in the back of the net that we're going to struggle with. And again, similar to the start of last season, it was a defender today mm. that did the job for yeah. No, no, you're right. You're left, um, you're left it and right to death to, to think of saying so you Murphy's the player, you know. Like, no offense yeah. to Murphy here. Murphy did some great runs tonight, and he was running, but, but let's just, just remember what you know what saying can give a look tonight. Some of the things yeah. he did tonight, I mean, the, the goal I know came from Fraser's cross, but how well did Sane do to keep a hold of it? He had three round them in the box, he did, and he somehow doesn't get tackled. I believe Murphy gets tackled there, and that move breaks down. And mm. you look at the Willock chance. I think there's not many players in the world could have getting in that area that scene got to give Willock that chance. Um, and we've, we've talked we've talked long and hard about Almiron for, for however long, you know, how good he is. It's it's so concerning. Um, but it is putting the ball in the back of the net, isn't it? And yeah. d- does that mean then Gale comes in? Does Joe move out wide and then Gale comes in? Because technically we're losing two players here. So was you, it not, the, was it not the reverse fixture where Gale scored? No, Murphy yes. scored. No, uh, against Gales, West Brom. Gales, Gales 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 West Brom. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, it was, was it a header, wasn't it? It was a cracking header, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Let's not forget, we've got a, a, a Champions League winner on a bench as well. Man who won the triple with Manu in 1999. <laughs> wow. We're going down this route now. Dwight York sat on the bench waiting to come on. Dwight York sat on the bench. Yeah, yeah, that's very. I, true, I got yeah. that. that so people, people who are listening, <laughs> to this podcast alone, um, won't understand that reference. Uh, but Mark Walker thought Dwight Gale was coming on the field for at one point. Dwight York, Dwight York. Oh no, he actually Dwight Gale was, but he said Dwight York. I was right. Mark was wrong. Mind in fairness, I mean, as good a player as York was, Gale scored more goals in the last 10-15 years, like so. Well, there's that. But I think. The thing a bit, I mean, I know what Dak has just been saying there about obviously Saint Saint is a big miss, but you've got somebody to fill his position. Fraser is a left winger. Mark, you, can, you don't. You, can... you don't. No, you, 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 you don't look, have somebody saying, to fill his position. His position is Philly's position on the left hand side of the, the left. I give you that one, yeah. It's not, it's a, it, it, it's a body not, on the pitch. Not the same, they're not the same type of winger, but he can yeah. go and play there. We've got somebody that can go and play on the right wing, whether that be Richie, whether that be Murphy, or whether Joe stays out there. The person that we can't really replace is is Miggy. Yes, yes we're not going to get yes. the same from what we're going to get from Fraser out on the left uh, as Saint, but we definitely haven't got another player that can do what, what Miggy can do. Fraser will give you something different to Saint down the left-hand side, but he'll mm-hmm. still give you that pace. He'll still create chances. There's There's... That that is the the worry for me. We've 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 spent a lot of this season already without Saint, so it, it's it's nothing new really. We struggled. Yeah, we've, we've won two and seventeen. We struggled. Obviously, but we didn't have we didn't have Fraser at the same time as well. And I, well, this is that sounds thing. like I'm putting all my hopes on Fraser, which I'm I'm, which I'm, I'm not, incredibly. But at least you can go out there. I'm I'm incredibly you know happy Fraser got his assist, and I was happy to see him on the pitch. But he has been injury prone since he's arrived. And mm. it honestly felt like every week in training, oh, he's got a knock. He's not feeling very well. Bro. Then he got sent off. Then he got yeah. sent off. And I like Fraser. And I was I'm very happy that when we signed him. And tonight he did well when he come on. But it's it's a difficult thing to look at and go, oh, it's okay, we'll have Fraser here for the remainder of the season. Because I don't think we will. I really don't. So, so what, um, what Mark said, uh, he is right. Obviously, you can take uh-huh. Sane out of the team and put Fraser in, the, in that position. But... Our, our change of tie came, obviously, I mentioned this in the live stream, obviously it was with the rival of Graham Jones and the new tactics that he brought with him, but it was also in line with Saint returning to the team as well. Um, when Saint, <laughs> people who don't really, like, can't figure out why Dick has said Dong is because his lights just gone off and it's on that thing, oh, our friend. Um, but this, yeah, is why you should um, watch, this is why you should watch YouTube and not just listen. But but <laughs> yeah. but like I, I want to start wrapping this one up. One, uh, I, I don't want to go on for too long for for a reaction here. But I think now, I think previously I, I was worried about relegation. I, I really was. Um, but now, depending on the injuries to these two key players, now it's it's made it a little bit worse for me. Like in fact, a little bit, massively. 
massively worse. It's I'll, I'll come to you, Bestie, but it's it's massive. Those two injuries tonight are huge in our relegation fight. Apparently, we're not in a relegation fight. Um, apparently, Steve Bruce is just going to see what happens at the end of the season, see what points we've accumulated by the end of the season. We're not it's accumulating many it. points. No, we're not. I, 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 I do think we'll, um, we're in real trouble of going down. I mean, I'm not getting hysterical about it, but I, I, in fact, I made the point earlier, Fulham have won four games all season. So, I mean, unfortunately for us, the, I think three of those four games have been in the last couple of months. Like, so, mm. um, I, Confidence I think, is high in Fulham. Yeah, it is. It is. And that last game at Craven Cottage could be huge. It could be absolutely massive. Um, if you had to ask us, do I feel weirdly up until the point that Wolves scored and kind of our team started to fall apart, um, I felt more comfortable about the prospects of staying up than I had at any point in the last say a week or two. Um, now, full time, like you say, a lot depends on how quickly they can get Armoron and St. Maximan back, particularly Armoron. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's the one that. Um, as I said earlier, doesn't appear to be as badly injured, um, and he's the one that he, you can't, you don't replace what he gives you, the energy he gives you. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, the, the way he carries a ball up a pitcher, his end product isn't always wonderful. But um, another thing is how long. I mean, Mark mentioned during the live stream that Wilson appears to be making good progress on his way back. So, is the temptation going to be to risk him at a point before he should be? I mean, there's so much to happen over the next few weeks, but I think we are in very, very deep trouble of them going down. I, th- I personally think that will probably will go down, um, but that's I, I, I'd be wonderfully happy to be proved wrong on that. Like. that that's my main concern. I'll, I'll come to you, Mark, just before we start wrapping this one down. Um, that's my major concern now, where when you look at Fulham and their confidence is high, and you look at us where, yes, we're picking up a point tonight, a whole point against Wolves. Wolves aren't in fantastic form, let's remember. But it's those huge injuries, massive, massive, massive injuries to our squad. Not not just tonight, our squad in general, where you're looking at three, four, five key players. Well, five. Let, let's be honest, you're looking at five of your starting 11 who are injured right now. That's not good. It's really not good. And I, I hate to say it. But we are falling that relegation zone at some point over the next couple of weeks, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was a little bit like Bestie was. I I had a bit of confidence that we probably would have enough to stay up. I, I said last week that the 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 coming month was going to be a massive massive test for the club and would be the the difference in us staying up or going down. With those injuries that we've picked up tonight, gives gives us a massive, massive dent in the squad. Mm. As we've already just talked about, it takes out all of our attacking threat that we've we've got. So I, I'm I'm massively worried now. Like it, it's you take those players out. Like I think was best he said earlier on. If you take those players out of any team, you, you you three big players then. You're gonna you're gonna struggle whoever you are. Was Decker that said it? Sorry, um, he would never say that, Bestie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. You just the fact that West Brom have picked up a picked up a win today. That's going to give them a bit of a boost. I don't know. They're probably still too far off to to come back into it. But you you can never say never with with Allardyce. Um, Burnley's got Spurs tomorrow, so you would you, you'd hope that Spurs would have enough to beat them, just to keep them in and in and around us. But it, it, it takes me back to where we've been season after season, where we're, we're relying on other teams in and around us to to lose games. So uh, uh, there's been a lot of comments tonight about a video that's doing the rounds. Um, I haven't seen it until now. Um, I've just asked people to tag us in the, the the video which is going around, which is busy Steve Bruce telling um, Graham Jones to fuck off. Oh god, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've only just seen the video there where Bruce's head's down, Graham Jones is, is standing proud, looking onto the field, and Bruce looks up and just goes fuck off. Like, well, Jones, Jones, Jones says something to Bruce, and then Bruce goes, "Oh, fuck off!" Like, an, yeah. "Oh, fuck off." That, I mean? that could um, be anything. You know what it was, that, that that could be anything. To be fair, yeah, yeah. like. We we don't know the conversation that's happening. Him, I, I tell these lads to fuck off all the time. this is the problem with you know with the situation Bruce is in. 
if he laughs wrong, tell someone to fuck off. Like everything he does now is a problem. So I can imagine Twitter's just running wild with that at the moment. You know what I mean? Um, mm, it is. You know, I, I, you know, I don't. I, well, I can imagine. I've, I've seen the video, and I was like, we, we have no idea what the context is to that conversation at all. And but I, I still, I still come back to the the more thing I'm worried about is the injuries. I'm more, in, I'm more worried about that than him telling him to fuck off personally. Um, and I think a lot of it's going to ride on Almiron. I think if Almiron isn't injured, you know, if he can play next week, then all of a sudden it's nowhere near as bad. Mm, really, yeah. you know what I mean? If, right. if he is fit, it's nowhere near as bad because you have got Fraser that can fill in. Um, but yeah, I was. I think I think Fulham will beat Palace tomorrow as well. Having said that, though, by us getting a point tonight, that's four points gap. Fulham have to win tomorrow. That does put a bit of pressure on them. I they know they didn't to, win the yeah. game. But it does put a bit of pressure back on their door, so I guess we'll see. Mm. It, it's huge. T- tomorrow is huge for us. Um, it's just a shame that we're, we're not in control here. Um, we, 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 as a fan base, I, I know we get a lot of shit, but we shouldn't be where we are right now with that squad. I, I really don't think we are. Of course, the squad is depleted, but we should accumulate a lot more points before now to be out of the scrap. Of course, like Crystal Palace out of the, the, the fight now. Obviously, they, they win that had pre- earlier in the week. Um, if only Bruce it, had taken these gloves off earlier, eh? Exactly, mate. Exactly. It, it just shows where, where we are right now and a lot of people won't want to hear that, but it just shows where we are right now and obviously, you, you talk about takeovers and all that shit. Um, nothing's on the horizon, man. Let, let's be honest. Nothing's on the horizon apart from Mike Ashley. And that that's a worrying thing. Um, when when we've been relegated before in the past, we've had a a core of players who you think they'll get us out of that. I uh, go into this relegation fight now thinking if we get relegated, we're fucked. We are fucked. I know. And you know what really really worries us honestly about this current situation is we can't win a game when we play badly, and we're not winning when we're playing well. Yeah, and that's when you, when you when you drop down that league, Christy, <coughs> everybody wants your scalp as well. Uh, I know we're not oh, in the yeah. relegation zone yet. I know we haven't been relegated, but it doesn't look great. Let, let's be uh, we're not going to push you for around this. We're not going to sugarcoat it. It doesn't look great at all. If anyone's going to put money on a team to get relegated right now, it'll be us, hundred percent us. Yeah, we must be. I mean, I've not looked at the odds, but we can't be far ahead of Fulham if we are at all. Um, with regards to kind of the likelihood of staying up, um, and some of that I do. I mean, with when we've been relegated in the past under Ashley, we've kind of sold players on in the summertime, and you look at that squad and think, who could you get money for that you could put back into the squad as we did when Townsend, Sissoko, Jan Mas went out left last time, yeah. um, and we got Richie Gale. Uh, no, not ourselves. Uh, Clark, a few more. Like obviously, not all them were Grand Hanley coming. Grand Hanley, Grand Hanley are. Um, but then you look at the team now. I mean, I don't want to go through the the squad and say who's going to get your money and who's not. But we don't. I mean, it's who do you want to sell as well? I mean, and we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm not going to go down that road. Well, again, right? Yeah. yeah. It, it, but it, yeah, you know, it's. I, I don't have the faith. I mean, we were. I wouldn't say we were lucky to get up last time, but to win the league, it was pretty much the last kick of the season, wasn't it? Steve mm-hmm. Sidwell yeah. with that goal against um, against Brighton. So it's a hard league to get out of. Look, the teams that have gone down this summer, last season, Norwich are second. Um, other two, I'm quickly looking at my league table here. I can't even say Bournemouth are sixth. Um, who else went down Watford. last year? Watford are, are fourth, so it's piss easy. We'll be out. They're all in the top it, six, it, so we're champion. Yeah, it, it's a, I, I just think as well... I feel now we have to just sort of deal with this week by week. Do you know what I mean? We can't like say now, oh, I think we're going to be down and then maybe Palace don't win tomorrow or Fulham win tomorrow. Oh, we're definitely down then. Like we just need to like hold off a little bit and just take it game mm. by game for, yeah. for, for, for a period of time, for a period of time. There will come a time where it'll either be concrete we're down or not. But for now, we can't just see every goal go in and go, that's it, we're fucked now. If Fulham go up 1-0 tomorrow. And that's kind of the reaction though, isn't it? From a lot of people yeah. is like, yeah. You know, we beat Southampton with nine men, and everyone thought we were safe a couple of weeks ago. Like it, it can change, it can change really quickly. I think it's momentum, though. Dega, do you not do you not believe that? Obviously, Fulham, but, but Fulham drew, with, but Fulham drew at home against Burnley the last game. Then one one or so. Or it was Burnley. I'm sure they played. 
or maybe Villa, I, I can't remember. It was Burnley, wasn't it? And I thought, God, yeah. they'll, they'll probably beat these in the Drew. And I'm like, they've just dropped two points there at home to Burnley. So, like, that's their last game. So, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just think, I think that then they'll drop points as much as we will. They're not going to win every single game from here on out. You know what I mean? So, Mm. They've only got to win one more than us before the end of the season, though. Before that last game. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know that. And, and this is why I come back to the injuries. You know, if I, I do believe if Almiron isn't injured, like what I believe Saints going to be out for six weeks, I think something like that. You know, the Baden. Yeah. If Almiron isn't as long, I, I do have a I do have a lot more faith in that we will mm. get some points along the way to maybe just scrape it. But if we lose both of them for six, seven weeks, and you've got Wilson for another four or five, yeah, where we're going to score a goal from? <laughs> like it's um, it's, not, it's that, not that's season. really worrying. Yeah. You got anything worrying. to add, Mark, before we leave it? No, I'm just thoroughly depressed after that. It's just just feels like a massive kick in the teeth, doesn't it? Like after mm-hmm. you know, after the big chances that we had, we've 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 hit the post, we've had one disallowed, we've had one cleared off the line. Um we've you know the it's it's just frustrating and then top it all off with with those injuries it just it feels like it could be very a very very significant game whereas up until the point where we were leading one nil and we had them them players on the pitch it felt significant for one reason that we had something to keep a hold of and we could push on from now it's gone the other way let's be honest let's be honest a little bit this this once again as a football club this could have been avoided 100% 100% being avoided. If we had have not appointed the manager who's in charge, has been in charge for, for the last season and a half now, two seasons nearly. Two seasons now, yeah. If we had not appointed him, if we had made the change earlier, so when Graham Jones came in as a coach, if we had literally sacked all that off and brought a new manager in, we, we could have been looking at this in a whole different light. We could have been. As always, we'll go back to the roots of the football club. And the reason why we are where we are right now is because the owner doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. As long as we're going to survive, once again, it looks doubtful. But but like, like I said, we're, we're still not in a relegation zone. Fulham are still chasing us, which is a, is a positive. Of course it is. Um, as much as we, I hate to say it, it is a positive for us right now as a football club because we aren't in that zone. But it's it's... We uh, people people are jumping on this, but, but 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 we need better than this. We we deserve better than this. We we aren't that team. We we shouldn't be that team. We shouldn't be that club. Not year after year, it feels like you know every single season you're looking over your shoulder, and especially yeah. and I I know I'm going to go here and people are going to say oh god not again. But when you when you look at Rafa, it was funny someone put a someone put a, a picture up of the team that we had out against West Ham when we beat them at their place. It was 3-2, wasn't it? When 3-0 up or whatever it was. It was a close game, but 1-3-2. Savier scored. And I seen the starting lineup. and we had Yossalu and Atsu up front. Yeah. And we finished, I think, 10th with that team. Perhaps 11th, mm. 10th. And you think, I mean, you, you think of what, what was achieved there and you think of, go back to that Fulham game when we beat them. Fulham were relegated, but we beat them 4-0. Mm. The, the, the sheer belief of for once in a long period of time here, we might not be looking over our shoulders next season. Yeah. You know, we might be comfortable and it seems overnight we're just back to where we, we normally yeah. are, which is yeah. awful to say, but where we normally are. And, and Dega, as a fan base, we get criticised. Newcastle United fans feel as if they should be challenging for Champions League. They should be challenging for this. They should be challenging for that. They, they think that the, they should be winning the league. I, I'd take 10th, 11th, 12th next season if somebody offered us of it right now of course I'd I would take, take the Premier League next season just exactly <laughs> you just you, you don't want to be in a position where you're looking over your shoulder what's yeah. all that about you look at West Ham we battered them first half of the season look where they are now we've, we've sat here <laughs> season after season saying we want to be sitting in mid-table we want to be breaking into the top half of the table that is our expectations we want to be in the middle of that and, and hoping to get into the top half. Mm. It's progression, that, isn't it? Realistic. It's, 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 it was, I forget who was that really upset people. Um, Mark Lawrenson, it was, on Football Focus one day last year when he oh. said Newcastle want to be in the Champions League. I, I, well, I, of course, we do. And I, yeah, I, I, anybody does. In a minute, Grimsby are bottom of league too. They want to be in the Champions League. It, you know what I mean? It doesn't, there's no problem with being ambitious. <laughs> Newcastle, look, the, the, 
Sheffield United, West Brom, Fulham, Burnley, Newcastle, Brighton, they all want to be better. They know realistically they're not going to get better than if they stay up 13, 14 next season, then push on a little bit more, then a little bit more. It can be over time. Why not? I mean, the, the money involved in the top four, five, six is unbelievable. Like, so that's, yeah. that's a different matter. But yeah. there's no problem with saying, why not try and be the best of the rest? And that's not a. And we we know, or the four of us know, probably 90% of the Newcastle fans that turn up at St. James's Park every, well, every couple of years, it isn't a minute like, but um, <laughs> yeah. they, they all know that realistically. Year ago today, I think, was the last time we were at home, I think. Uh, it, was, it was just for my birthday last year, right? He said, dropping the hand. So, um, again, it was. <laughs> um, like we know that realistically, the best of the rest is probably the best that we're going to be able to hope for. Now. Not now, but in the next what ten years or so. But there's nothing wrong with hoping for that. Like you know, and if you, you appreciate it's going to be gradual, we're not going to. It's it, it, football isn't like it was when Keegan was manager. Even Bobby Robson when he came in and turned things around in like a year and a half. That, that really unlikely to happen now. Leicester were a, a, a freak. Um, they they have settled since. I mean, they're still a good side, but they kind of dipped off and then they've gone like that. It, it, Newcastle fans don't. To, to, in, to my experience, or in my experience, aren't sitting around in the pub after a game going, ah, but we should be in the top five, we should be in the top six. Just want to compete. Huh? You know, we just want to see progression. And one thing over the past um, 14 years, is it, since Mike Ashley came in, we haven't progressed in Iota. Even off the pitch, no. when you look at, like, the, 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 um, uh, is it the, the, the Swiss Rumble that does the... Um, the, the yearly finances of the clubs and stuff like that yeah. does the kind of reviews it's really in-depth it's well worth a read and they all say when Newcastle compared to Everton Tottenham who they were around the same um, mark as in 2005-6-7 well, now absolutely no way near them Ashley's just kind of they've just been left basically it, just, the, the, the man's got no interest in the football club and that's even more so now that he's he's desperate to sell apparently allegedly mm. um, yeah so yeah, it, uh, it it is a bit of a, a bugbear of mine when people say Newcastle fans expect this and that because we don't any more so than than Leeds fans do or Sunderland fans do or Villa fans do. We just want to see what Everton fans. Everton, Everton fans, fans, I think, expect a lot. You, know. you, you, you could go through the whole league table. Tottenham, Tottenham's guy accused of having ideas of the station. Tottenham fans are the same as us. We just want to see their team do well, you know, within realistic parameters. And it's mm. it's a shame that. Uh, it, it's such an easy thing to kind of get people to ring in, ring in the kind of um, talk radio stations and to kind of write letters to newspapers and tabloids and that to say because I know that if you upset any Castle fans, you're going to get a reaction. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's sorry, I'm on me on me um, soapbox a little bit, like I just just leave her alone. We're all right, really. Leave her alone. <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm going to call it a night, boys. Um, thanks very Can't much for home, joining me so, yeah, once please. again. Degas got to go home. Everybody else is asking. Yeah, might as well just grab a sleeping bag and stay there. Hey, not yeah, a week, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, thanks once again. Thanks to everybody who has been watching. Thanks to everybody who has signed up to become a member tonight. Thanks to everybody who is listening as a podcast. I know it is quite difficult to listen to a podcast when it is a live video, um, but hopefully we've done justice to this one. Um, as you can probably tell by everybody's voices. Um, we're on a bit of a downward spiral right now. Uh, we're not in the greatest of moods. Um, we'll hope for more tonight. We'll, we'll hope for three points. Um, but it didn't happen. Injuries are, are the biggest concern, not necessarily the points tonight, because we've got a good run coming up and we might be missing some huge players for our football club. So fingers crossed the injuries aren't as bad as what we think they may be. Fingers crossed that we're all going to have some players being able to wear that strip and, and walk on to, to that pitch next Sunday when we play West Brom. But yeah, thanks once again. Please subscribe to the Gallagher Good Shots YouTube channel and the podcast. And plenty more stuff coming your way as always. Perfectly Degas lights have turned off. Thanks very much. See you later. Dong. Michael J. for Hope for the Warriors. Started back in 06 at Camp Lejeune. Military families witnessing the effects of war on their loved ones. Now, almost 20 years later, they've aided over 53,000 service members, veterans, and families with confidential, high-quality behavioral health care services at little or no cost to post-9-11 vets and their families. Over 91% of every dollar donated goes directly to the programs. If you're as concerned about our heroes as I am, go Go to hopeforthewarriors.org. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.